Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Well, here we are, home again. Oh, my, it's always nice to take a trip, but it's even nicer to get home. Yeah. Oh, look at the backs. Honey, isn't that, darling? Mm-hmm. Both the children sound asleep, and they look sweet. Betsy, Bobby, oh. we're home, darling. Honey, no, no, don't <laughs> wake him. Don't wake him. Huh? Let's get the suitcases in the house first. Huh? Yeah, I guess it's a good oh, idea. Oh, boy, I sure had enough of family weddings and family reunions to last me for a long time. <laughs> you go on, will you? Get the front door unlocked. Yeah. Honey, dear, huh? the man standing up there at our front door. What? Looking at oh. men. Oh, oh well, Yes? Yes, you you looking for us? Are you the Wainwrights? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid you've got the wrong house. Well, do you know, happen to know where the Wainwrights live? Wainwrights? No, no, they're not around here, do uh, you? Wainwright? No, no, afraid not, I'm sorry. Well, I guess they gave me the wrong address. Uh, thanks, anyway. Uh, well, would you like to come in the house and look in the phone book? Oh, no, 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 thanks. Uh, I'll check when I get back to the plant. Uh, thanks, anyway. Good evening. Yes. Okay, yes. Good, good evening. evening. <laughs> we'll get the door unlocked, will you? I'll start bringing in the suitcases. All right, dear. I'm trying to find my keys, as usual. It's <laughs> a mess in my purse. Ah, let's see. Bubble gum, lollipop sticks. Oh, here we are. Ah, that's funny. My key doesn't work. doesn't turn at all. Oh, well, you probably got the wrong key. No, I haven't. This is certainly the right key. What? For heaven's sakes, the door wasn't locked. What do you mean the door wasn't locked? Go on, get in, will you? These suitcases are heavy. When we left Friday, the last thing I said to you was, did you lock the front door? Honey, the get last in, thing will you? I... At least get out of my way, please. And you said, yes, yes, yes. God. You locked it. You swore up and down. All right, all right. Well, the house is still here anyhow, so don't start worrying now. Let's get the car unloaded, then cart the kids upstairs yeah. to bed. Well, it certainly gives me a funny feeling. Leaving the house unlocked for three days. <laughs> Thank you. 
get Bobby to bed all right? Oh, yeah, sure. He didn't even wake up. Neither did Betsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she woke up and I tried to pull her dress off. You know, she went right back to yeah. sleep. <laughs> He's so tired. Well, let's get back down, shall we? Fix ourselves some coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I think I'll unpack in the morning. Yeah. I certainly don't understand that front door being left open. I remember saying to you, did you lock the front door? And you said, oh, yes, 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 you locked it. You no, locked. I didn't. Well, I remember distinctly that I said I'm going out the back way and get the car. You go in the front, go out the front way and lock the door. But... No, I wasn't so... Well, I gotta get the stair carpet tacked down right here. Oh, yes. Breaks a leg one of these days. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't go out the front way. I went out the back door. I remember because Bobby had a banana and I didn't want to leave the banana skin, so I wrapped it up and took it out the garbage. That's yeah. how I remember. We stopped at the mailbox on the way in, picked up the mail. Now, what do we do? Leave it in the car? No, I brought it in there. It is on the hall oh, table. Oh. Under my purse, dear. Oh, all right, all right. All the newspapers and everything. Even when we stopped because the children were thirsty in that funny little roadside cafe, I said to you, are you sure you locked the door and you said oh, to me, boy, dear, Bill, when we Bill, were at that roadside... Bill, as usual. Look, honey, we'd gone 50 miles by then. I wasn't coming back to see if the doors were locked. You always worry so. Well, apparently I was right to worry. The front door wasn't locked, dear. Anybody could have come right in and walked off with a place you don't Well, think... it seems to be still here. Now, look, stop worrying, will you, for heaven's sake? Yes, I guess so. Mm. Oh, it's good to be home, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Funny. Looks smaller. Why is it even when you're gone a short time, you get home and your ceilings seem lower than you thought they were? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, let's go out the kitchen and fix some coffee, huh? All right. What's the matter? Why is that sofa pillow in the middle of the living room floor? Huh? Oh, honey, that's I suppose notice... in a rush to get away, it got knocked off. No. Mrs. Tenney came to clean last Saturday when we were gone. She... She'd have picked it up before she left. Why, she didn't clean this ashtray. Isn't that funny? Why, it isn't even the kind of cigarette that you smoke. Huh? It isn't this kind of cigarette you yeah. smoke. Yeah. Yeah, it's hardly smoked. In fact, looks as though it had just been lit and then mashed out in a hurry. Does Mrs. Tenney smoke? No. Could she have left the front door unlocked? No. She only has a key to the back door anyhow. I mean, it just... Oh! Our silver! Our silver! Oh, my heavens, now, if anything has happened right, now, to my view... No, 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 don't get excited for Pete's sakes. I'm sure there's some logical explanation. Ow! It's gone! What? It's gone. Come here. Our chest of silver is not in the buffet. It's all right, gone. All right, all right, all right. It's now, take gone. it easy, take it easy, take... My golly, you're right. It's gone. Call the police. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> say this cigarette stub you found in the ashtray is not the brand of cigarette you smoke, Mr. Piper. No, no, that's right. It, it isn't. I see. Uh-huh. Now, uh, exactly what was taken? I'll make a list. Well, all of... All of our... No, no, no. Take it easy, honey. Take it easy. All our silverware. We we had the white hyacinth pattern with luncheon-sized knives. They're just beautiful officers. Flowers sort of drooped down and circled around the handle. One set just of silver. Lovely. And, and then in the chest, it was a big one, was also a service for eight that belonged to my grandmother. Lily of the Valley pattern. Perfectly beautiful. Lilies of the Valley on the end, and then the leaves climbed up and sort of formed the stem, you know, sort Two of like... sets of silver. Like this. Then there were 
half a dozen little coffee spoons. The spoon part was like the petals of a flower. It was half a dozen coffee spoons. My jewel box was taken from my dresser. That had my ruby ring that my husband gave me. A beautiful ruby with diamond, a little diamond on each side on a, on a filigree that sort of curled around. One the... ruby ring with two small diamonds. Well, the diamonds weren't that small. Oh, dear. Well, the way he said it, I mean, it just... Well, my pearls are missing. Real or cultured? Well... Well, cultured. Well, they're pearls. Well, they're pearls. man explained it to me. They put a little grain of sand in the oysters at the bottom of the ocean, and then they have pearls. Well, honey, the detective just wants a list well, here. And... Oh, and my portable typewriter's gone, too. Portable typewriter. Burglar made himself coffee, apparently. Didn't do up the dishes. Oh, he also took a pillowcase off one of the beds upstairs, and that made me so mad when I found it. I always make beds up fresh when we go away because you're I, I think you're so tired when you get home from a trip. I mean, you don't dear, feel like making dear, up honey, the beds, you know. Men, uh, well, it was one of my my new percale pillowcases. I just bought it in the January white sales. It was two hundred thread. It was the nicest percale one I just bought. You know how your towels and sheets all seem to go at once, so. I went downtown. Honey, Inspector Doyle isn't interested in. Oh, on the contrary, it explains how he carried off the loot. If they don't bring a suitcase, they often take a pillowcase off the bed. They don't like to. Naturally, they can be spotted easier carrying a white pillowcase. <gasps> Dear. Yes. We saw him. Yes. We when, saw him. Yes. When we, we came him. home we by gully, there was a man at the door carrying something. I'll bet it was a white pillowcase filled with something. Yeah. Here. Yeah. That's, he asked where uh, somebody lived. Yes. Uh, uh, Hellbright. Hellbright. No. 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 Name was the Hellbright. Um, um, Cartwright. Cartwright. No. Uh, no. 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 It couldn't have been Cartwright. Yes. I'm sure he said Hellbright. Did he? couldn't have said Hellbright. Well, we know where they live. Over here on Maple. Where we'd have told him. I'm sure he was looking for the Cartwright. Well, if he was looking for the Cartwrights, he'd have had to take a train to Arizona to find them. They moved to Arizona. What? You knew that, dear. Bill had that terrible accident. Some fella ran into him, and they moved to Arizona to recuperate, and they loved it, so they just stayed. They bought a house, and Helen just loves to, son. I guess Arizona's just lovely. Yes, yes, I'm sure it is, Mrs. Piper. Now, what about the other man? Well, he wasn't hurt a bit. Bill Cartwright had the right of way, and this fellow just ran into the, him. I the guess Inspector it was Doyle means what about the man we saw at the door? Yes, please, if you will. What did he look like? He was tall. Short. Short? Tall? Well, he was short, rather stocky and dark hair. Oh, he had light hair, dear. He was very blonde. I remember that especially. Light eyebrows and eyelashes. He was rather slight, and I think he had a mustache. Oh, he did not have a mustache, honey. He had something on his face. Glasses. Didn't he have glasses on? He had kind of a high voice. High voice? I wouldn't say it was high. It was different and sort of strange. I certainly wouldn't call it a high voice. May dear. I ask how he was dressed? A rather sleazy jacket. Well, I'd say it was more like a short overcoat. Well, did you notice the color of his eyes? Blue. Brown. Oh, brown. Well, look, it all happened so fast, Inspector Doll. I mean, you know, we just drove up, and here was this man. Well, we'll do the best we can, Mr. Piper. Apparently, your burglar was a tall, short man with blue-brown eyes, glasses... And a blonde black mustache and wearing an overcoat jacket. <laughs> well, as I said, it all happened so fast. That I it... trust, Mr. Piper, you are covered by insurance. Oh, yes, yes, thank heavens. Well, I certainly hope I'm covered by insurance.
asleep? No. Look, don't worry about the insurance. I know we're covered. I'll, I'll get in touch with Mr. Reed tomorrow. I wasn't even thinking about the insurance. Anyhow, that doesn't replace the silver. It makes me just sick. We can replace our silver, but not my grandmother's pattern. They don't even make it anymore. Yeah, I know, I know, honey. Well, look, I'm sorry. Maybe it was my fault the front door was left unlocked. Oh, look, as the detective or whatever he was said, if the burglar, burglar wants to get in, he'll break a window or something. Even a locked door isn't going to stop him. I wasn't blaming you. Maybe I left the door unlocked. I don't know. It doesn't matter much now. Oh, I mean... listen, uh, not a word about this to, to Betsy in the morning. Oh, no, no. I was going to say that to you, too. Well, look, we don't want to worry her, you no. know. Start her thinking about no, burglars no, and all that. No, I say not. Goodness just gives me the willies to think that some strange man was prowling around our house. Yeah. Going through our things. I'm sure it was the man we saw, aren't you? Oh, sure. That Dorian sure. only came in. Probably was sitting in the house when we drove up. Yes. That's why, that's why he hastily mashed out his cigarette, you know, and beat it out the front door. Yes, yes. Then in case we saw him, pretended that, 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 that he had he just, just arrived, arrived. Yes, and, you know, was yes. looking for somebody. To think we just stood and talked to him like that, yeah, face to yeah, face, yeah. you know. Think he'll come back? Come back? Oh, no, no. He knows we've already described him to the police. Yes. Some description. No wonder eyewitness accounts are always so conflicting. You and I couldn't even describe the same man. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, well. I'll try and get some sleep, huh? I won't sleep a wink, I know that. You're sure we have theft insurance? I thought it was just fire we had. Oh, no, darling. Of course we have theft insurance. I'm saying we must have. We've we got insurance on everything, as far as I can figure out. Seems to me I do nothing but pay insurance bills. Of course, with my usual luck, it'll turn out that now, I don't... dear, as Aunt Effie always says, don't trouble trouble until trouble troubles you. Uh, <laughs> now, as you said, let's try and get some sleep, huh? I have a haunting recollection that that insurance man tried to talk me into something, and I said, no, no, indeed, I've got to draw the line somewhere. Oh, honey. Oh, I just hope it wasn't theft insurance. A disaster brings out the best in radio. When it's important to remain indoors during local disturbances, your radio station keeps you informed as to your safest course of action or inaction. During emergencies of national interest, your station's network fulfills the same function nationally. Together, the network local broadcast team serving you when you're tuned to a station affiliated with CBS Radio is your top combination for vital information fast in fair weather or in foul. When you're tuned to a station affiliated with CBS Radio, you're not only getting the best local product on the air, you're also keeping up with the entertainment, news, and public affairs that deliver all you want and ought to hear. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce.